0: Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast.
1: You guys, eh? Okay, here's a way to keep your brother from eating all the potato chips, eh? I got this, like, automatic pet food dispenser that gives limited portions. That way, he can only get a limited portion of the potato chips, eh? What am I, your dog? Yeah, yeah. He should eat out of a
2: bowl. Whereas I would like to eat out of the larger bowl, eh?
0: Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. We have Lee Gershman here. Say hi, Lee. Hey you. Hey ho, hey. I meant Lee. Hey Lee, not
1: ho. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll be I'll I'll be a man today. Um, I'll be Lee, not ho. I'm kidding. Hey, how are you doing, Mark?
0: Fine. How are you doing?
1: Oh, a little bit um drunk drunk
0: isn't that isn't that normal
1: (laughs) uh uh i guess i i I never remember (laughs) because you're drunk right (laughs) well probably i i don't know i i'll i'll take your word for it all right
0: well today we're going to do the may 1st 2007 album by rush snakes and arrows it was our first album since uh five five years before that was uh paper trails full studio album, but they had feedback in between that which is a great covers album if you ever heard Rush two covers that's a great album feedback have you
1: heard of that one Uh, I actually looked it up and I was making a playlist of some of the originals and some of the rush songs that they did of those tunes I I would say I have to hear it a little bit more before I can say I really like it. But, um, I, I did think Crossroads was better than the original. They do it better than Cream.
0: I don't really care for Cream. I like Cream, but a select few songs. I'm not really a Clapton fan, and I'm maybe going to talk about this in on this album, about Clapton a little bit. It's
1: weird, huh? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting, because um, I well like I said I said the rush song that their version was better than the Clapton yeah so you know um, but I I liked Clapton but but hey you know um, we we can't all like everything well I like you Clapton.
0: Know? I'm just not I just don't see like everybody likes it, it says he's like you know Clapton is God or whatever mm-hmm. I think Jimmy Page is better than Clapton, so I, I just don't see what all that's yeah. about, you know.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, I, yeah, but but I, I I heard him when I was like three, yeah. or, or, or or maybe I was four. I forget. I, no, I was probably drunk.
0: But I can't tell you one Clapton album that I really did like was uh, Behind the Sun with Phil, jo- Phil, Phil Collins on drums. And, oh. Uh, and he produced the album for Clapton too, and I love the song "Forever Man." It's a great song, man.
1: Oh, okay. So you kind of like the the the, the junky stuff? That's okay.
0: Yeah, I like Phil Collins, <laughs> man. The drum sound on that album
1: is intense. I love it. Uh, yeah, if yeah, yeah, I'd say that that um, I'd probably say yeah, I like that joke. I I like that Phil Collins album. And if they said <laughs> no, it's Eric Clapton, I'd say no. I no. I I. I believe it's a Phil Collins album, and, and 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 Joe Clapton just played on it. All right. Well, let's. I mean, Bill. I mean, Bill. Col- Bill I mean, Clapton. Sorry,
0: Phil Clapton. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> let's get whoever. into this
0: album. We'll give you a little background on it. "Snakes and Al- Arrows" is their eighteenth studio album. I go, wow, eighteenth studio albums. I got that many CDs. Well, I actually got more because they released more after this. <laughs> Edited by the Canadian rock band Rush, released, released May 1st, 2007, was their studio album, first studio album outing since 2004's Feedback and their last studio album officially with Atlantic Re- Records, at least in the U.S. where they changed distributors to Roadrunner Records as of August 31st, 2011. The album recorded in five weeks between November and December 2006 in All Star der- Studios in New York's Catskill Mountains and mixed at Ocean Way Studios in Los Angeles, California. Snakes and Arrows was went debuted at number 3 on the t- Billboard Top 200 and stayed remained for 14 weeks on the charts, man. That's weird for an album to remain that long anymore. <laughs> Even in 2007, oh. it was certified gold in Canada in September 2007. And the track Malignant Narcissism, did I say that right? Yeah. Was nominated for a Grammy Award under the category of Best Rock <clears throat> Instrumental Performance. If I remember, they didn't win, and I was pissed. But it was, oh. all, it was also the album was named one of Classic Rock's ten essential progressive rock albums of the decade. So let's, oh. let's get into yeah, this. I, let's,
1: let's, all right, I will say before before we begin, I'll just okay. say the 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 um, the the label Roadrunner that that's from what I remember. It has like also a bunch of blues stuff on it. So it was like, to me, it's interesting how Rush would be involved in that company.
0: Yeah. Well, they distributed it because they—it's oh, okay. actually their own record company, Anthem Records Canada, and Atlantic released it to the world. So they, oh. They own okay. their own shit. So they—they they probably one of the few groups that make money off streaming.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's good to own your own shit now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's not good to keep it in the toilet, it's good to own it.
0: Yeah, and uh, the the inspiration <laughs> for this was, according to drummer Neil and Peir- lyricist, inspiration of the album was conceived after considerable research from several sources. The 2,000-year-old Buddhist game called Leah Leah I don't know. Huh. In a game of self-knowledge and related children's game called Snakes and Ladders, also known as Chutes and Ladders, and Hamlet's, quote, Slings and Arrows... Their information helped convince bassist Getty Lee and guitarist Alex Lyson to adopt the original painting of the age-old game board as its cover for the new album. Huh. I thought that was pretty weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, it makes me think that my idea of doing romper Room songs isn't all that bad.
0: Oh, crap, I'd like to hear that. You're going to spy through your little eye?
1: <laughs> uh, uh, that's the only way I do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, well let's get into the tracks on this album really quick. Well, let me say how... when this I've, I've always been adapted uh, waiting for a new Rush album. This came out, it was like day one, I'm buying it. You know, it's awesome. They're, they are my favorite band, so I might be a little, uh, what do you call it, biased when I review this. So, uh, oh, sure. That's why I need somebody else on this album, because uh, I might be just too positive.
1: <laughs> well, you definitely are going to get your wish (laughs) all right you hear what i have to say let's get into the first track far cry what do you think of this one lee oh well i can see richard simmons dancing to this (laughs) but seriously it has a judas priest vibe to it and a little bit of perry farewell it's a pretty good song one of the better songs on here
0: dang well my my thing is the first time I heard this song, I was like, "Wow, this is gonna be, this is gonna kick vapor's vapor trails in the ass," and I love vapor trails. That's why I was going every time Rush releases a new album, I think it's better than the last. It's always been that way with me for some reason, and I mm. love Getty, Getty's voice on this track. It's great, and it's and it's so true how I feel. You know, like he says, I feel. One time I feel I'm ahead of the wheel and the next is rolling over me. You know, you know everybody feels like that. You go, oh man, I'm ahead. Wait, there's the wheel. It's fucking gonna kill me. <laughs> you, you can't always I, get too high on yourself, man.
1: <laughs> I I I felt that right before you called. It's your phone call that saved me. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love Pierce's lyrics. Have always spoke to me he, for some reason, and it, the rhythm of this song is so infectious. But. They did release a live album, Snakes and Arrows Live, and the live tracks are so much better than the... I have I saw this concert, so it's really a lot better than it is. Rush is always better in concert anyway, so every, every Rush fan knows the live versions are going to kick ass over the studio versions, but this album's great, and it's it, it, it's letting me know that Rush is going to take me on a ride for the album.
1: <coughs> yeah, it took me on a bumpy ride, but <laughs> but it's okay.
0: All right, and then we get into track two, Armor and Sword. What do you think of this one?
1: Phil Collins goes metal. Whee! (laughs) Oh, wow. This is an odd tune and interesting. If it was heavier, it could have been on Power Windows. I'm half and half on this. I like half of it.
0: Dang, I love Power Windows.
1: (laughs) I do, too. Yeah, I said that I liked only half of this song. I wasn't saying I liked half of Power Windows. Let me be very clear.
0: Uh, I, I like how uh, Alex uses the acoustic guitar. And throughout this album, he uses a lot of acoustic guitars on here. I'm wondering if he bought a new acoustic guitar and just wanted to play with it. But there's a lot of acoustic guitar on, on this album, more than I think any other Rush album I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, and
1: that's that's that, that's that one of my um, concerns. Oh, wow, I loved it. <laughs> it
0: says, good lyrics oh. again. I like, I like that. Da, 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 the rhythm going And the guitars and I, I like how he says No one gets to the heaven without a fight and um, Oh yeah I love that I like No one gets to the heaven without a fight And I love the break in the song It's a great change up And Alex has a great lead guitar in there It's a small lead But I think it was very powerful His lead goes with the context of the song Which is pretty cool It doesn't oh. just disturb the way the song was going Oh okay all right. And then we get into one of your favorites on this album, Working Them Angels. So we will discuss this song after the after the break.
2: Driving away to the east, I'm into the bay. The heart of a factory town. All my life I've been working in angels over time.
0: Okay, that was Working Them Angels by Rush. Okay, Lee, you picked this as one of your favorite three songs. Tell us why you like it.
1: Well, this is a pretty cool ba- Pat Benatar song. <laughs> actually, actually, it gets good, so I dig it.
0: Oh, wow. You don't like Pat Benatar? Um,
1: well, well, I, I, well, what I'm trying to say is it, it, it kind of reminds me in the beginning of Pat Benatar, but then it turns more into Russian and it becomes great.
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: Alright, that's cool. I I like this song and I remember an interview with Neil Peart. He said he heard an old couple fighting and his wife saying to his the husband, saying, man you're working them angels. (laughs) And then Neil Peart got the idea for this song. I love how how Alex weaves acoustic guitars through through this song and it sounds like a mandolin coming in the middle of a break. That's pretty cool. I I like how he he gets to that. I love it but it still has the power chords going going to overall a great rush song
1: yeah to me um the reason why I said Pat Benatar was cuz in the beginning uh Geddy Lee's vocals sounded like Pat Benatar oh wow but 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 now but now I realize he was just imitating the white fighting the guy thank you so
0: my, my, you should hear my girlfriend sing. she she, she could sing like Pat Benatar and Wilson of Art she's awesome okay yeah
1: <laughs> wow yeah I
0: wish I could be musical man you got your keyboard and she's got her voice I'm so jealous. Oh, of you, you, too. you,
1: you, you, you could, you, you, you could bang on the um, Beer Stein and and <laughs> and, and 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 tap your feet.
0: <laughs> Maybe I could get a tambourine, but I probably wouldn't be in rhythm.
1: <laughs> oh, well, nowadays it doesn't matter. Most people are drugged up when they hear music anyway. it will be rhythm no matter what.
0: Oh, uh, and then we <laughs> get, then we get into the la la. I lost my track. And then we get into. Sp- The larger bowl, uh, I can't say that word. A pantorum. Um.
1: I I I guess the larger bowl. I I just I remember when I saw the larger bowl.
0: Yeah, I remember I saw this in concert, and I'll I'll put this in here before uh, uh, before the show that uh, they had uh, Doug and Bob McKenzie on on screen going and said, "I think we need a larger bowl," and then. They get into the song so what do you think of this song
1: yeah um i didn't have a large enough bowl to smoke to to really <laughs> get into it that much but this sounds like a white snake ballad oh wow i can i can deal with it but it doesn't thrill me oh
0: well wow. i i i don't see how you thought pat benatar and then you said phil collins and now you're
1: saying white snakes well i,
0: I don't hear it but i'm a rush i'm a rush nut swinger so you're probably well hearing stuff that i'm these, hearing
1: well, with well, 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 these like cheesy keyboards in the beginning, like I don't know, it, it it just for a split second it made me think of all these groups that I didn't want to have to think about, but all of a sudden came to mind. Hmm. Well,
0: <laughs> I, I like this. It's more acoustic guitar by Alex. I like it, and um, the lyrics. Uh, I like it when it says, "Why others only see the worst? Such a lot of pain on the earth." It, i love getty's expressive voice one of my faves and i said all, always in concert that uh doug and bob mckinsey introduced this song and what a great solo by alex man alex is like just weaving his solos they just come out of nowhere but it it goes with that context of the song and i love it and then, huh. then we get into the your next favorite on this album spindrift uh let me let's pause right now and here's rush with spindrift was Rush with Spindrift. What do you think of that song, Lee?
1: Oh, this is pretty cool. It's strange, and I like it. One of my favorites.
0: Yeah, it's kind of sci-fi. I like when Rush goes sci-fi, like 2112. Yeah, you know, that's awesome. It's not like oh. the album 2112, but I like it when they get into their sci-fi-ness. You know, like their their last album was kind of, uh, what is it, uh, steam Steampunk? You know, I like oh. it when they get into themes. <laughs> it's like cool. I love this song, it's got sci-fi goodness, power chords up the ass, drums, as always with Neil Peart, a perfect Rush song, has great musicianship, love the break, but doesn't Rush always have the best breaks in their songs? You know, bridges and breaks, they just fucking know how
1: to write a song, to me. Hmm, yeah. Okay. I used to have, I used to have the Rush songbooks, and I found that they were complex to play on the piano.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I, I heard a lot of... It's hard to cover Rush, man. A lot of people can do a Rush song, and a lot of people can't do a Rush song. They're one of the hardest groups to uh, cover. You should listen, especially uh, speaking of covers, uh, listen to our friends at the Decibel Geek. They did a a Rush thing of covers. It was pretty cool, and they played some cool Oh, okay. And they played some weird Rush covers, especially the version of Tom Sawyer. Go check that out, Lee. (laughs) The version of Tom Sawyer reminded me of you. It was so weird. Oh wow. But it was pretty cool. Um, and then we get oh, into the instrumental. There's this is the first of three instrumentals on this album, which I love. I love when Rush does instrumentals. This is called the Main Monkey Business. What do you
1: think of this one? Well, this sounds kind of like Mike and the Mechanics for the <laughs> most part. This is filler to me. But there were interesting moments in parts, so it wasn't all filler. Actually, the second half of the song is much better than the first. Cut off the first half of the song, and you've got a great song.
0: Oh, wow. I think it's great. I love the acoustics by Alex again, and Neil Shines. It's really cool, man. I like it. And then we get into the way the wind blows. What do you think of this one?
1: I like those drums of the beginning, and the song makes me think of Cream jamming in concert. I like this song a lot. It's progressive combined with old-style seventies rock, but then it has a mellow acoustic part I don't like. So oh. the song is three-fourths good.
0: Yeah, it's funny how you said Cream because I said I was going to talk about Clapton. This is the song where I mentioned Clapton. And I said oh. it's, it's like a political song, acoustic guitar again. We uh, and I like the lyrics how it says we can only bow to the here and now in the elemental war to be broken down blow by blow. And I love the solo with Alex. I I I said his best Clapton.
1: Oh. (laughs) Because it goes
0: Man man, if you
1: think that about that song, you must hate Clapton.
0: (laughs) I think it's his best version of Clapton. But I said though I'm not a much of a Clapton fan, but he adds to it. (laughs) I said, um, Alex makes it his own. I love
1: this song. It's a yeah, cool Alex song. Alex makes the crappy Clapton solo his own. All right. and Crapton.
0: And then we get into the um, second Second instrument on the album, Hope, which is an acoustic little ditty. What do you think of this one?
1: I'm a cowboy <laughs> with a steel horse I ride. <laughs> I wanted, wanted to fix this rush song <laughs> it's an okay acoustic song but it seems like it would have been better on a Black Crows album than a Rush album
0: oh, I love the Black Crows I love I love it how Alex is using uh, you go through all the Rush albums and he didn't really play a lot of acoustic and it's freaking awesome that you can hear how he can play acoustic
1: guitar and this is song. yes I reckon yeah it's freaking yeah, awesome that he doesn't play acoustic guitar on most of the albums. <laughs>
0: I think Alex is a very underrated guitar player in my mind. I think he's really awesome. On this album,
1: he's an underarm guitar player.
0: (laughs) And then we get into the next track, Faithless, what do you think of this
1: one? This has sort of a Christian rock style like Michael W. Smith, who I do like. (laughs) But I'd imagine this working better on American Idol. For a Rush album, it's just a little bit weak.
0: Okay, I, I like it. I like the lyrics where he says I don't have faith in faith. I don't believe in beliefs You can call me faithless. You can call me faithless But I like how he says I still cling to hope and I believe in love. That's faith enough for me. I love the lyrics I love the solo that Alex does in the song. I think it's cool I like how Rush could be political and talk about faith without being political and talking about faith And I, I like the way Neil Peart draws the line in his songs and it's really cool. Oh, okay all right and then we get into my favorite song on the record bravest face what do you think of this one
1: were they listening to Aldo Nova for influence here (laughs) I sort of like parts of this song but it seems disjointed going from electric to acoustic in a strange way it's okay but not my favorite
0: well, I, I love the analogies he uses on this song. It says like this in the Swedish child There's a vicious streak in the strongest man. There's a child so weak I like how he uses all those analogies in the song and I like how he puts in the whole wide world There's no magical place. So we we might as well rise and put on our bravest face You know, this is how the world's going today, man. There's no magical place in this world, but we're braving through it, right?
1: <laughs> yeah it makes me think that they forgot the line, Life is just a fantasy. Can't you see the fantasy life? <laughs> I don't know, it, but... Yeah, yeah, that that would have made it perfect.
0: I think that's the only song I like by him, or the only song I know by him. Does he have any other good songs?
1: <laughs> I think his, his stuff is like pastries. Most of them fall flat and become like liquid and fall on the floor, and fantasy is the only song that stays stiff like a pastry. that's funny
0: and then we get into good news Wait, wait wait yeah good news first what do you think of this one
1: this sounds almost exactly like the group bonham but that's not meant in a bad way i loved bonham's first album but i do have to say this song is a bit filler to me
0: yeah, I could see it's a good filler. I didn't write much about it. I said I like the mm. lyrics and I like the solo and the drumming and the break in the song. So, yeah, I, I could see where you say it's filler, but it's something I wouldn't mm. skip. It's The album's good as a whole to me. Yeah. And then we get into the last instrumental on in this album, which was nominated for our Grammy. I think this kicks ass. What do you think of this? Mar- m- malignant Narcissism. I hope I said it right. This
1: because, sounds because like... Because I remember
0: when I said, uh, what... I say careless of still, it was caressive still, and uh, oh. some other podcasts got on me for saying it wrong. So I got to make sure I, I actually enunciate things right because people
1: are listening. <laughs> oh. Well, I could say, Tis Sone's leak Woon of Elder No, this sounds like one of Russia's older instrumental compositions, but updated. Pretty hot. I could imagine this in the background to a Nicolas Cage adventure movie.
0: Oh yeah, it's awesome, man. And then before we get into the last track, We Hold On, this was your third favorite song off the album, so let's hear this and then we'll talk about it when we come back. So here's Rush, We Hold
2: On. How many times do we tire of all? Threatened to call it quits, tempted to cut and run. How many times do we wear throughout the stormy evenings? Long to slam the front door, drive away into the setting sun. too long. How many times must another line be drawn? We could be down and gone, but hold on. Keep going until long. How many times must another line be drawn? We could be down Petition Straining against the fake Measured out in coffee breaks How many times do we swallow our ambition? Long to give up the same old
0: Was Rush? We hold on. So Lee, why was this one of your favorite tracks off the album?
1: Oh well, this has kind of a country edge to it, mixed with the progressive, like Billy Ray Cyrus and Primus. Cyrus and Primus. Cool. Actually, this has a cool beat and sound to it. I really like this song.
0: Cool beat and sound to it. You could dance to.
1: <laughs> um, um, yeah. Well, I don't have my dog anymore, but um, I. I, I would have been able to dance with him in front of the mirror with it, yeah like David, like David Lee Roth.
0: I think it's a great way to end the record. It's my third favorite song off the album. I love it, and I like the lyrics where it says, "Keep it." Uh, the chorus where it says, "Keep going till dawn." How many times must another line be drawn? We could be down and gone, but we hold on. And then another one. He goes, "How many times do we wonder if it's even worth it? If there's got to be some other way?" To get me through the day and the riffs on this song like you said are pretty freaking hot I love this song
1: oh yeah that's pretty cool yeah I, it's it's better than journey oh wow <laughs> you,
0: you you've like uh, put rush in like a, a box today of like uh, what is a or a or uh, l album orientated rock of like like yeah
1: <laughs> I I guess I I, I my load on this episode. <laughs>
0: Dave, do you need a napkin?
1: <laughs> um, oh, um, um, probably, but thank God you can't see me right now. <laughs>
0: That's good. I, I, I. This is one of my favorite albums by Rush in, in the 2000s. I love this album. It was a great concert. They have a live uh, CD and a live Blu-ray DVD of this. If you guys want to check that out, it's really cool. And uh do you have anything to promote, Lee, since we're done we went through this album pretty quick?
1: Oh, I I would have to say I have different um CDs that if anyone's interested in in some of my music, you can message me on Facebook. I don't have an Amazon account now, so well, I mean, I do, but only for buying. But, um, but but if but if people want some of my music, they can message me. Otherwise, my Spreaker uh, podcast, which is the Lee Gerstman show, that that's um, a podcast that I'm doing now. I'm kind of doing at least more than one episode every six months, so I'm getting better. Well, but, I'll, I'll yeah. be
0: on there reviewing your album with you tomorrow.
1: <laughs> right on! Yeah. I can't, I can't wait. I know this is going to be
0: weird <laughs> reviewing yeah. your music. Let's see, uh, let's see if you call any of your tracks filler.
1: <laughs> um, believe it or not, believe it or not, I, I, I do actually um, listen to it like, like I'm a real listener. So, it was kind of, kind of. Funny how I was like, oh my! Now I have to listen to this in order to, to uh, but, but, but you know, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna downgrade myself too much. But, but you know, but yeah, I'll, but but yeah, I, I would like your honest opinion. So so we so what, whatever you have to say, you know, go for it.
0: Well, I'm not gonna say anything right now. I don't want to give spoilers. But no I'll, problem. I'll tell you tomorrow morning <laughs> what I think about okay. it.
1: All right. Okay.
0: Do You have any uh, records that you've been listening to? Any uh, suggestions for um, the fans out there?
1: Oh, um, now if if you're, I was listening to Queen's Clearwater Revival's first album, That's and, a good one. and 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 you know because I I heard most of the songs but I never really heard the whole album so I was listening to that uh, just to. Get it over with, and that's a pretty good album. So I would say, yeah, Queen's Clearwater Revival's first album. That's that. That's there's a lot of psychedelic and rocking music in the '60s. That one's one that is I, I haven't heard as much, but it's it's pretty good. You know, it's not like Led Zeppelin, it's not like uh, Jimi Hendrix, it's its own thing. But it but it's pretty hot.
0: I love uh, Fogarty's voice, man. What a great guitar player, too. Nobody oh, really definitely. Talks, nobody really talks about his guitar playing. Well, I got a thing to to uh, say to go, a pick or so. Uh, Def Leppard's, uh they just re-released Hysteria in, like, different forms, like a two CD, one CD set, five CD, two DVDs. I wish I could afford that big box set with the book and uh, the concert videos.
1: Uh, and, wow. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I got
0: the two, I got the three disc set, which had the original album remastered plus uh, Hysteria live from uh, Colorado and Rick. And when I first put on that live version of the CD, it just re- took me back to 1987, watching him at the LA Sports Arena, man, with that concert starting. I just a flood of memories came back, in, and they were good memories.
1: Great concert. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I never I never got a chance to hear them. Yeah. I mean, live. But, they um, they put
0: on a show, man. They put on a good show, and I still hear they're good. Wow! I wanted to see them, oh, okay. but I didn't have money last time you were here. But, uh, yeah. Well. Oh, okay. I think that that's my uh, bucket list to get back to see Def Leppard again. I know a lot of people don't like their newer stuff. I think their last album is phenomenal. Um, they, they, I think they're they're more of a pop band and a metal group. I think people get on them because they're not their first three albums anymore. They they went. More with their influences like Mott and the Hoople and Queen, and, and I admired them for that. And I I enjoyed it. There was only one album I didn't like. The later albums is called the Sparkle Lounge, and I hated that album. <laughs> oh, but I liked huh. X. I liked Euphoria. I liked their last self-titled album. They put on they put on some good albums. Even Slang, man, that was a that was a very underrated album. After uh, that was their second album after Rick Allen lost his album arm but it's
2: pretty
1: good oh okay yeah I I would say that for me um, um, I could hear the Mot Hoople early influence on their first couple of albums but but yeah but but even Motha Hoople which is the group that I really like their later stuff I didn't like that much either and then and then um, Ian Hunter left the group and then he did some good stuff solo and they did good stuff without him, so okay. it's like they needed to maybe separate.
0: Well, Joe Elliott also has a band called The Down and Outs, where they do mock musical songs, like, uh,
1: it's oh.
0: pretty good, I like them
1: both, they're really good albums. Wow, I'll have to listen to that.
0: Alright, Lee, I would like to thank you for uh, being on the show, and I'll, we'll hear from you tomorrow being on your show, and, uh, All right. before I cool. go, I'm gonna play the track of the week, it's by an underrated band, I... The Vinnie Vincent Invasion Band.
1: <laughs> with the, Oh, cool. With
0: uh, Mark Slaughter on vocal and Dana Strum on bass. But it's the group who stole Vinnie Vincent's album contract from Chrysalis. Slaughter.
1: It wow.
0: A, it was the in al- fact, from, from the album The Wildlife, and the song is called Times They Change. It's over seven minutes, and it kicks ass.
1: <laughs> wow. In fact, um, now that Vinnie is... Out of, I mean, hiding. Now maybe he's going to sue people again for playing his music. Just kidding. Uh, but
0: yeah, man, the Vinnie Vincent <laughs> invasion, man. I, I like that band, but it was kind of cheesy. <laughs> both both are yeah. pretty cheesy. And uh, oh, but the, definitely. But I do enjoy. I like Mike Mark with Fleischman, the first singer. He's got yeah. some solo stuff out that's pretty cool, and he actually wrote "Wheel in the Sky" with Journey. Uh, <clears throat> pretty cool. Guy. Oh yeah. I'm friends That's with him cool. on Facebook. I, I like his album. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: That's cool. Maybe um, maybe if I get a chance to um, talk to him, I'll well, tweet him some of my tunes. Did you hear and the he podcast say,
0: or, that they did with the Rockin' Combat with him?
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay, But what yeah. I mean is if, if I can get in contact with him, I might tweet him some of my tunes, and he might say, thank you, but please don't contact me again. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, well,
0: oh well. I, I like Slaughter, I think... Uh, if Vinny would have let them take over, they would have had better songs. Even though I think Vinny's a really good songwriter, but I think yeah. he just went crazy with the guitar playing, <laughs> over the top.
1: Oh, definite.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna get into this is uh we're gonna leave right now and say goodbye, so adieu to next week. And here's okay. Slaughter from the Wildlife. Times they change. And thank you again for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. Tell a friend. Use my Amazon link. And thank you very much. And take it easy, Lee. See you tomorrow. Take care. Bye. Bye.
2: who are in the front lines in dealing with the consequences of violence must now be on the front lines in recognizing the The Kuwaitis we've spoken with say they hope they'll never need to be
1: rescued again, but few are banking on that. A year ago, the USS Missouri was in the Persian Gulf, firing its big guns at Iraqi positions in Kuwait and launching Tomahawk cruise missiles toward Baghdad. Let us pray that peace may now
2: restore to the world that God
1: will preserve it always.
0: Hey, 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 DJ Big Bushy here. And if you like the beer cold, the women hot, and the music loud then get your ass to the biggest party on that metal station.com, the big bushy power hour every sunday 9 p.m eastern standard time the big bushy power hour it's the biggest party with the biggest beer here's some podcasts i like to listen to cheap talk with trick chat the decibel geek podcast with chris Sinzak and Eric camaro Metal Raps with Mark Striegel The Eddie Trunk Podcast Rock Talk with Mitch LaFont The Acacius Morris Show And the Pods and Sods Network You guys have a great day and keep rocking Thanks for listening to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast Check out my Amazon link and tell a friend Thank you